Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the In For A Penny podcast. I'm Mark Schoffman, a freelance personal finance journalist, and I'm joined by my financial planner friend, Joshua Gersler, who runs an advisory business called The Orchard Practice. Hello. If you'd like to know a little bit more about us, you can check me out at www.cavendishcontent.com and josh at www.topfs.co.uk. Each episode, we aim to give our perspective on the world of finance and money, and discuss some of the issues that crop up in business as well as everyday life. We hope that you'll learn something from our podcast as well as have some fun too. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of the InfraPenny podcast. Hello. How are you, Josh? A bit tired, Mark. How yeah. are you? I'm doing okay. Good. How has your week been? Tell me the highlights, the low or the lowlights. I've been wonderful. Today is my son's fifth birthday is party, it? one of my sons. Yeah, how many have you got? Oh, yeah, four. Correct. So this is uh, that's why I'm a bit tired. It's been yeah. a busy day in the uh, in the Gersler house, but very nice. How how um, involved do you get with birthday parties, with the organising and the planning? Uh, I don't get involved with the organising and the planning. It's more the helping out on the day. Yeah, I'm assigned my duties and I yeah. fulfil them to the best of my abilities. <laughs> but do you, do you think a theme is important in a kid's birthday party? Because I mean, Shoffmans are all about themes. We have like dressing up. And... The Shoffmans are a bit odd like that, aren't they? Yeah. No, themes are not important. No, but you, you, uh, is that because you don't like it and you've just passed it on? No, I don't mind it. Don't mind it? No. But if your child you wants You said how it, important is it? Okay. There's not, okay, so it's not important. <laughs> no, good, but not. what cake, well, the cake's important. What cake was it? It was a rainbow cake Ooh. with a five on the top. A five? Yeah. That was a theme. Five. Five. Five-year-olds, yeah. yeah. Nice. Any balloons? Yeah. Yeah. Fun enough, the balloon had a big five on it. Did it? I'm noticing a theme. Maybe they are important. Yeah. Um, and did you go for like the kind of big, garish, massive helium balloons or just the, the little kind of standard ones? Yeah, it was the helium one. Yeah. yeah. Not big and garish, just the helium one. Good. What do you do with them after? That's what I always wonder. Because every, obviously every year they get older, so you can't reuse them. But eventually they deflate. Well, you do if you have younger siblings. Oh, is that your plan? You're just yeah. going to try and blow it back up? Yeah, yeah definitely. So you've got to keep having children so that the balloons... No, you don't. You just use it use. for the children you have already. Yeah. And then what do you do? Give it, it to charity. Give it to charity. Yeah. Okay. So you're probably a little five. boy or a girl that doesn't have a balloon, and they yeah. can have get one from the charity shop. That's nice. Yeah. You're so caring. Yeah. Caring is sharing. So I wanted to give you some listener stats because we haven't done that for a while. We're oh, we've very, got listeners. Very Fantastic. appreciative of all our listeners, but we would like them to leave more reviews. How how can we get them to leave reviews? Uh, they can do so on well, Apple users can do that on iTunes. But I know how they can do it. Yeah. But they're obviously not. So what what do we need? Mates, mates. We need to make the podcast more interesting. If, we'll leave that. A review. Um, if you leave a review, I will send you a virtual hug. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Is that or is that a deterrent? No, I think that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I might leave a review. Okay. And you can pick up a free copy of Evening Standard from any train station around London and the suburbs. Can't put a price on that. Literally. You can do <laughs> that on um, iTunes, Podbean. We'll even take them on Facebook or YouTube. Not fussy, are or you? Or write me a letter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you want my address, email me. You'll hear the email at the end of the show. So, what are these listener stats you've got? So, I thought it'd be interesting to know a little bit about where I When you say are listener from. stats, it's yeah. probably just information about my mum and dad because surely they're the only people that listen. Well, this is what may be interesting to hear because we have some listeners from the Philippines. And I don't think your parents have been to the Philippines. Not that I'm aware of. No. 
we've had a good bulk of downloads in the past week. From the Philippines? From the Philippines. Okay, fantastic. And as well, keeping that sort of vague area, Australia. Yeah, very vague area. Yeah. So I don't think your parents have been to Australia no, and the Philippines. Haven't. Also, I mean, most of our listeners are from the UK, so that could also be your parents, my parents, parents uh, from the United States. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> and Germany, that's that's our top five. Fantastic. Do you, do you want to know it in order? Yes, I really do. Yeah? Go on. Okay. Number one is the UK. In second place, I should go from the bottom, shouldn't I? That's more exciting. It's not yeah. exciting either way. It's not exciting so, anyway. Yeah. So fifth most popular so far this in 2020, this decade, is the Philippines. Then just behind Australia. And then in third place are Germany. Nice to see Germany not winning something. Yeah. Like football. They're not very worth. efficient downloaders. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. And then the USA is second. And the U- good old UK, good old Blighty, back on top. Fantastic. What Boom a decade. Man. What a decade so far. So, um... What, have you got any more stats for us, or we're going to talk about something finance-related today? Can we talk about something finance-related? Yeah, what's today's uh, podcast about? Today's topic, I thought, so we spoke about income tax in the previous episodes. We did. And one of the things where you'll see tax come out of if you have a job is your payslip. Yeah. So I thought we'd talk about what a payslip actually is, because it can be a bit daunting when if you're in a job where you're paid by P-A-Y-E, pay as you, pay as you earn, Yeah, you often get uh, the post boy or girl or someone will come across and give you a payslip around payday when your salary is coming in and you'll open it up and they often have that weird perforated thing. Yeah, tear here. Tear here. And if you tear too much, you'll rip into the actual total so you don't actually see what you're going to get. Okay. But you sort of rip in and when you actually look at it, you can get a bit of a shock because you, when you first get your job, you're given a letter or verbally, or an email, they may say, this is how much you're going to be paid. Then when you actually receive your payslip, monthly basis... You get a different amount. You get a different amount. Yeah. So we're going to explain payslips today. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So what are the, some of the things you will see on your payslip? It's important you see your name on it. So make sure it's your payslip. If you're opening a payslip that says Mrs. Shoffman, yeah. you've probably got the wrong one. I should stop opening my wife's payslips. Correct. Yeah, it should have your national insurance number on. Explain what a national insurance number national is. National insurance number. So everyone gets a national insurance number when they're working. And that helps HMRC identify them. Okay, that'll do. You'll probably have on your payslip an employee number or a payroll number, some sort of weird number, which is usually the order of which you join the company. Ah. So if you're in a small company, you'll probably have a low employee or payroll number. If you're in a big company, that could be in the hundreds of thousands or millions, that number. Because remember, that's not uh, the amount of people at the firm at the moment. That's people in the past as well who have ever been paid by that company. It'd be quite cool if you could get a snazzy number like 666 or 999. It, I don't think you can plan no, what no, number you're going to get. just happen to be the 999th employee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if anyone else is as sad as you and we get excited by that, then yeah. What if I went to a company and your employer one, they are 100,000th employee? Yeah, but it's not like they ring a bell and you get I've like a prize. A yeah. I think I need a bell and a banner and some champagne. Champagne! So you'll probably see something that says basic pay. Yeah. Which is your... Salary. Yeah, correct. So if you're paid monthly, you would take your salary... 
divide it by 12 and that would be your basic pay on your pay slip. If you're paid weekly, you take your annual salary and divide yep. it by 52. You get the idea here? I do. Okay, so it's it's a portion of your annual salary. Now we're assuming for this purposes that everyone's that you're paid the same amount like a set salary. Some people are on hourly rates yeah. or day rates. So theirs would show a different amount depending on how many hours or days they've worked that pay period. Other things that you might see on that side of your pay slip are bonuses. So if you get a bonus, that would show there. You may see commission. Commission, so what? In a state agent. Yeah, if you're in a sales role, sales so role. you may get your commission paid on your pay slip, yeah. on that side of the pay slip. On the opposite side of the pay slip is usually... Where's an opposite side? You're not on the back. Okay. So there's usually another column yeah. next to that. Headed deductions. What? The dreaded deductions column. This was the worst part of being paid. Yeah, so the first thing you'll probably see on there is something called tax. Ooh. Okay, so that is your amount of tax that you've got to pay that month. And that is deducted automatically by your employer and paid over to HMRC. That doesn't... That's annoying. Well, it's annoying in the sense that it comes with your pay. It's quite good that they're doing the hard work for you. You don't have to yourself. yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do a tax return. And along with your tax, you'll usually see a tax code. So everyone is given a tax code, which tells you how much personal, usually tells you how much personal allowance you can have before you start paying tax. Do you remember that from the last episode? I do. Under the tax is usually something called national insurance or NI on your pay That's another deduction. That's another thing that goes to a tax man. Yeah, and that's also automatically deducted by your employer and paid over to your, and paid to HMRC. Hence the term pay as you earn because your oh. tax is paid as you earn. What's the difference between income tax and national insurance contributions? One is your income tax contribution yeah. or payment and one is your national insurance contribution. <laughs> but and what are national insurance contributions? So originally, national insurance was paid to build up entitlements to certain state benefits like a pension, maternity pay, that type of thing. Nowadays, as far as I'm aware, it tends to just get chucked in a general... Tax pot, tax pot of receipts that the government makes. Uh, one thing to bear in mind is that national insurance contributions do stop getting deducted when you reach state pension age, but you still pay income tax on your earnings. Yeah. Sound excited? <laughs> so as money is going, it's like... It's your tax, basically. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, obviously it's you feel like... It's just a tax. ...that yeah. the money's coming about is going towards services you... Well, it depends on get. your attitude towards tax, whether you get annoyed or not. So yeah. if you feel it's going towards a good cause, yeah. then you're okay. If you are very anti-tax, then it won't be. There is talk of them simplifying tax and NI and maybe amalgamating it into one tax. I would imagine that they won't do that for a while because I think they like the vagueness and the o- opacity. Is that a word? Possibly. Opacity? <laughs> I don't know what the word would be. Opaqueness. Opaqueness. Yeah. That sounds more well like done. it. Um, other deductions that you may see. Pension contributions. Pension contributions? Yeah. Okay. So if you work for, in a full-time job, you're under these auto-enrollment rules. Yeah. Your employer has to put you in a pension scheme, don't they? They have to automatically enrol you into yeah. the pension and take the payments from your pay into that. So as of this tax year, we're in the, what are we, in the 1920 tax year at the moment. 2020. No, sorry, 2019, right, yeah. Yeah, no, two, we haven't gone back. Correct. We're in the tax years. year 2019-2020. Yeah. You will have 5% of your 
salary going into a pension if you're automatically enrolled? So your employer will put some in and you have to put some in. Yeah, the 5% is yours. Yeah. You'll see a separate line on your payslip for your employer's contribution into your pension, which is 3% at the moment. But that's not a deduction okay. from your pay. That's, so that's like a little boost, technically. Yeah. 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 It's an extra three. It's a pay rise, basically, of 3% going straight into your pension. It's fantastic. Another deduction you might see if you've got a student loan. So most young people looking at their first pay slip will have student loan. And that's deducted from your pay and paid over to the student loan company. So these deductions are after tax. It's important to understand that some things come off your payslip before tax and something comes off it some things come off it after tax. If they are shown before tax, then the advantage is you're not going to pay tax or national insurance on those things. So an example of that could be childcare vouchers. Can you explain what childcare vouchers are? Please do. Childcare vouchers is are schemes where you sacrifice a bit of your salary. You're technically earning less gross or before tax. And that amount used to purchase vouchers from companies that provide support for your childcare, i.e. childcare vouchers. <laughs> so they'll pay for like your nurseries or they can be for after-school yeah, clubs. so the government wants to help camp. assist people with yeah. their childcare costs. So what they do is they say, right, well, because we want to help you, before you pay your tax bill, we're going to take a little bit of your income and put that straight into your childcare vouchers, and therefore you don't need to pay tax or national insurance on it. It's a good, uh, it's a good perk to have. There's okay. a lot of discussion about are the benefits enough, but it's something is better than nothing. Other deductions, such as the pension, are usually... After tax, so you've paid your tax, you've paid your national insurance, and then a further amount comes off for your pension or student loan or whatever else it may be. Do you think it's annoying for people they, who don't necessarily like the tax and then they see they have to be in this pension? We don't have to. You, I, mean, you don't, I mean, you automatically put into it initially, but yeah. then if you can opt out. But do you think that could push people to opt out if they just see the figures on the payslip and don't understand the importance of a pension or something? Yeah, I think that's probably a... It's a separate point. It's not necessarily a payslip issue. It's more making sure people understand the importance of pensions. Mm. So the, what's the alternative of not having money in the future is poverty and retirement. Yeah. So would you rather have, whether it's £10 or £100 or £500 less off your pay now? If you're on a relatively low salary, your, those deductions may hit you more. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's still a percentage, so it's the same percentage-wise. But you're right, you're less likely to have disposable income if you're on a lower salary. But still, you could argue then that those people are less likely to have any other form of savings and therefore it's important they do save their pension for their future. Some other things you'll notice in your payslip, you'll usually have some year-to-date figures. Now, those are the tax year-to-date figures, so not the calendar year-to-date. So That's from April to April. Correct. So the tax year starts on the 6th of April. So the payslip at the end of April is usually the month one payslip. And the payslip at the end of March is usually the month 12 payslip. So when you see the month number on your payslip, hopefully that tells you what that is. So year-to-date totals, gross pay for the year-to-date. So what you have been paid this tax year before any deductions. Got that? You'll probably also see tax paid to date. So any tax deducted 
from your payslip so far this year, you'll see employees national insurance paid. So the employee is you, and an employee is a worker. You'll also see employers national insurance, so how much the employer has paid on your behalf to national insurance. So the employer are the company or the boss, however you want to look at it. You might also see in your payslip any pay or tax from a previous employment in this tax year. As if you just changed jobs. Yeah, in this tax year. It's not always on there, but often it is. The most important number on your payslip is the net pay. So that, so that is the salary before any deductions. Then you take off the deductions and that gives you your net pay, which is what you will receive in your bank account or via cheque or however it is you get paid. Interestingly, people do still get paid by cash. Do they? Yeah, sometimes see clients with payslips that say cash. Well, how do they get the cash? From the boss. If it's a cash type environment, then that's sometimes that's how people get paid. As long as it's documented, then that's absolutely fine. I'd yeah. be very tempted to just spend it all. You would. Well, I'm somebody. Yeah. Less, more frivolous than me. Yeah. You've got to be careful if, it, if you're in that type of uh, situation. You've got to be sensible. What about if, so one year you get a bonus? Yeah. We, we spoke about income tax bans in a previous episode. So if you get a one-off bonus, could that move you into a different income tax ban so you end up paying a higher rate? Yeah, so, if you, so because your tax and national insurance is calculated automatically, if you have a bonus, then the appropriate amount of income tax and the national insurance should be deducted automatically from the payslip. That would be a bit annoying. Be pushed, well, it would be nice to get the bonus, but then I guess you're taxed on some of that bonus as well. If you're only taxed on income you make, would you rather not have the bonus? True. I'll take the bonus. Okay, I'll give it to you. Thank you. In cash. So once you get your payslip, how long after do you, do you usually actually get paid? Varies from company to company. So some employers will give you your payslip before you get paid. So you know what's coming. Some people will pay you and then give you a payslip to show you what you've been paid. There's no set rule as to how that works. Most important thing is you get a payslip. Nowadays, a lot of firms actually do it electronically. Yeah. So you don't get a, a physical payslip. You just get an email or a notification saying your payslip is online. Please download it. Yeah, I think my example, I was thinking last time I was in an office, yeah, probably 10 years ago. It's probably all changed since then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I guess it's so if you work for yourself or run your own company, I guess it's different. So if you do your tax through self-assessment, but you still pay yourself some salary, you're not always going to give yourself a payslip, are you? Well, you're, still, you're supposed to still give, get a payslip every month to declare how much of your income is salary. In reality, your accountant probably just prepares it but doesn't bother giving it to you because there's no, you know what you're getting, so there's no issues. Yeah. As long as they're keeping records, you're okay. Does that, does that cover everything on pay slips? Well, not everything, but it's, I think it's a good uh, overview for people. Overview, okay. So if you've got a pay slip and you're not <coughs> sure how it works or you've got any questions, feel free to get in touch with us. Um, if not, I'm sure your HR or accounting team can help, but we'll be happy to help, won't we? Okay. What do you think about whip rounds in the office? Is that when people get leather whips out? Maybe in your office. And hit people. You know when... It's a whip round. It's like someone's birthday. Or oh, when you're collecting leaving, money. Collect money. Yeah. Should should you have to give money when someone leaves or like if it's their birthday towards a cake? It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Because yeah. you feel a bit guilty if you don't give money. 
Thanks. You're like, well, I never knew fat, Big Fat Sue, whatever it was. Yeah. I've only joined yesterday. Yeah. Big Fat Sue, uh, been off sick yeah. with Big Fatness for a while. Should, what do you think? It's hard, especially if you don't have change. And it's increasingly... Only got £50 notes, yeah. knowing you. Um, can you dig into the envelope and then pull, like, notes and coins out to get change from a 50? In this contactless world... Living, should people be going around with a card reader? It would be quite good, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, is there too much? Does that well, in my time? office, yeah. we have a unwritten rule yeah. that when it's your birthday, you bring a cake in. Or... You bring your own cake into your office. Yeah. Well, that avoids then having to do the whip round or give to people you don't like. You spend yeah. what you want Yeah. once a year. Why don't you have to bring your own card for people to sign? So I buy, I pay for a card and a present. Or the employee. So you, out, you do it out of your own pocket? Correct. Petty cash? Well, either. One of those. Yeah. But you don't, you don't go around saying... You have to give. You have to give me... No, because I think it's a bit out of order. Yeah. Like you don't really want to give... I'll say you don't want... Why would one want to give to their colleagues? Everyone might have a friend or two they want to give to, but yeah. then you sort of feel guilt-tripped into giving to everyone. So if people want to buy people presents in the office, that's lovely. Let them do that. But I get a little something for, for the team on their birthday. Nice. What's you know, your, what's I'm, your I'm budget? Nice I don't want to say the budget because they're listening. Oh, right. No, it's, I've recently been giving an Amazon voucher for about £25. Wow, that is generous. That's more than you give me for my birthday. Don't give you anything for your birthday. <laughs> we should talk about that. It, yeah, because offices I've worked in, I can remember big envelopes going round, people leaving, and you often, if you're one of the last ones to get it, it gets quite heavy. So what do you do? Just pocket it? <laughs> just take it and go. But you have the guilt. You think, well, everyone else has given quite a lot. I don't want to seem like a screw. Although no one actually knows who's given what. So you, you could just put a quid in. Yeah, I'm ch- I think uh, you can put what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Don't feel guilty, Mark. You're your own man. You've got your own finances. No one knows what's going on in your pocket. Yeah. Apart from you. What if you have just turned up and... Yeah, if you're a new boy and they're doing a whip round, should you be you have to give I think you have to be confident enough not to not to put anything in you reckon yeah would you still sign a, a card I don't know whether I'll even bother if the person doesn't know who I am yeah would you go to their after work drinks the big fat Sue's after work drinks yeah uh, yeah why not wait so you're going to go you're going to go and have a free drinks at the after work drinks you didn't say it was free okay you're going to go to the free after it's usually after work well, I haven't worked in an office in a while but I assume some money would put, be put behind the bar can you go to that? Well, who's paying for the drinks? The boss. Oh, well, that's different, isn't it? It's not as if Big Fat Sue's paying for it. <laughs> so if the boss is paying for it, then you're part of the team. Go yeah. for it. Enjoy yourself. Yeah? Yeah. Should don't get carried away, though. Don't Maybe just away. have the one. Okay. Can you... I'm trying to catch me out. There's lots of buts at the beginning of your question. Can questions. you ethically say... Introduce yourself to Big Fat Sue and say goodbye? I think it's really out of order that you're calling her Big and Fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. I'm sorry I that I've taken your you. job. So, yeah. Um... You obviously went up to it, but best of luck for the future. And that was a penny for your thoughts. That was it? I think so. <laughs> just came to my Thought mind. Thought you were just having a chat. Yeah. Okay, lovely. Okay. Well, and that's all we've got time for on this episode. Yeah. So please pass the pod. Please do. Every listener asked the pod to one person. We'd have four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice if, if we could uh, share the wealth, share the love with your friends, families and colleagues. Yes, and we won't ask you for any money in return.
No whip rounds. Thanks. No. Thanks for listening. Please remember, anything discussed in this programme should not be viewed as financial advice. But if you do need support, please contact me at mark, M-A-R-C, at cavendishcontent.com or visit the Orchard Practice website at www.topfs.co.uk. You can also find us on Twitter at InforAPennyPod1, at Mark Schoffman and at Josh Gersler. If you'd like to leave us feedback, there's a link in the show notes telling you how to do that. We really appreciate any comments you provide. And do post any financial issues you'd like us to cover. Thank you for being in for a penny.